When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Sparky, what did you think of day one? Actually, it was seriously good, Jim. I actually went straight on the BrewDog website uh, and ordered four more straight off the bat. Advent could get expensive if I order one after every day. <laughs> we'll do it that way, mate. <laughs> I've, uh, I've actually jumped forward already and opened up day six. Despite telling the kids they can only open one door a day, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly me, dude. I mean, it's just too much to resist. Uh, but I got to tell you, I think that these BrewDog IPAs are on point. Yeah, man. Uh, every day I... I I open more than one door, admittedly, and uh, I just keep <laughs> hoping for another IPA. <laughs> Look at this, guys. We're all sharing in this beautiful, majestic pleasure that is the BrewDog Advent Calendar, <laughs> which we are opening massively early in the name of science and in the What's name that? of consumer testing to yes. make sure it's right for you. Yeah, it's all for right. you, guys. It's all for you. <laughs> Sharing is caring, boys. And actually, you're jumping ahead to six already. I need to catch you up, Brad. Um, I'm really enjoying <laughs> these though and I actually might order one for my old man like we speak most days on the phone uh, so we should have a beer together yeah I mean that's a beautiful thing but guys like as Jim say but who would have thought that having an advent calendar would be such a social event <laughs> do you not do you guys not text your mates about the little chocolates you get <laughs> oh, no, mine shit like a present today. I've got a snowman! <laughs> the thing is, it's not just an advent calendar, this, is it? It's the Brewdog advent calendar. Very and it's true. filled with, every day is filled with tasty, tasty beers. And no, boys, it's worth noting that uh, Brewdog do a very good non-alcoholic beer as well. So, while well, Brad and Jack are up to day six, we're all on this podcast, we're all here together, why don't we open one together? Um, can someone pick a day, please? Well, you say Jack and I are up to day six, but uh, it's probably more like day 11 for me, so I think, <laughs> I think together we should go for day 12. Okay, right. then, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Oh, like nice. that one. Oh, actually, that's actually really good. <laughs> yes, boys. Right, guys, use the link in the description to get yourself and your friends and family a BrewDog advent calendar this year. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dadsnets, and it's some dads sitting around and doing dad stuff. 
on a podcast that comes out every week on a Friday into wherever you get your podcasts but you know that because you're listening right now obviously on the way we've got MC Grammar we've got a special guest he is a man who is making uh, it fun to learn for kids and he's just brilliant and we'll be chatting to him he'll be answering our big question of the week we'll look inside the news for news that affects parents and other random stuff and somebody's going to be in the chair for the Google search history roulette could it be the one that we've all been waiting for and dreading you'll find out in a little bit but first of all uh, in the week that Macaulay Culkin was photographed modeling for Gucci I thought I would introduce the panel in terms of the 90s film that represents them so <laughs> okay um, yeah I'm on board. Right. Sparky uh, after thinking that the Mandalorian was the car in Back to the Future, I think Sparky is definitely <laughs> clueless. There you go. Nice. Nice, okay, yeah. Yes! Good film, that, as well, guys. Uh, Jack has been talking in the last couple of weeks about his ducking and diving in the world of used guitar sales, so he is the negotiator. Ah, nice. Starring Samuel L. Jackson. Don't know if you remember that 90s film. Very similar. Brad's isn't here so he's the vanishing <laughs> okay and me generally dazed and confused nice <laughs> but when we all come together we're a few good men oh hey! I like I like see it. where we're going with that one I like what you did with it Jim I love it oh, so good right I was, I was too young for like all of those films get out <laughs> get out <laughs> This Jim's is like, the... these are the films that shaped my 30s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jack's on IMDb trying to find out who was in them, trying to find some reference points. <laughs> oh, it's depressing. This is the Google Search History Roulette. Google Search History Roulette. Now, everyone was waiting for this week because I've had my go, Jack's had his go, Sparky's had his go. It was meant to be Brad, and we know Brad. Google's some very strange stuff every week because we hear it in the news but today he's blown us out for a bonfire night celebration I mean that is literally the worst thing that's ever happened surrounding bonfire night and that includes <laughs> someone trying to blow up a building and loads of people yeah, no, um, anything worse. so it is uh, it's me again I'm going to delve into my Google search history roulette. I have my last 10 searches written out here and the panel will be choosing numbers and uh, then I'll admit to the uh, the um, the search that goes with that number. Now, so go on, Jack. When you, when you found out that Brad wasn't going to be able to do it and it was going to be you again, did you Google a load of obscure porn? Just to make us feel at home with the situation. <laughs> oh, I should have done. One of them sounds a bit like it is, but it's not at all. <laughs> oh, I hope you get that one. Okay. Uh, right, okay. Well, I'm going to go with uh, number one. Well, that's it. It's flat ball purple. What? Okay, yeah, perfect. <laughs> flat ball purple does sound like one of these sort of trends that Brad has been talking about, yeah. wouldn't he? That, you it's know. either oh. that or one of the squid games. 
Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, it's not. It's much more mundane than that. It is my daughter's birthday in just a few days. And uh, so a lot of people have been texting me going, oh, what does she want for a birthday? And uh, she wants a flat ball with a PH. It's P-H-L-A-T. And she wants a purple one. And it's essentially, it's like a ball that squishes down into a Frisbee and then you throw it and it squishes back up into a ball. What? And yeah, it's another load okay. of plastic tat. And yeah, no, I've seen them like for sale in like service stations. I didn't know kids actually wanted those. I thought it was the sort of thing like absent uncles got for their nephews and nieces. So, oh, quick, we've got to get them a present. We're really yeah. on the motorway there. <laughs> that is kind of where we are with the list right now. You know when <laughs> a few months before the birthday there's a big list and you pick off all the best bits. Now, yes. if you are asking now, you're going to get the real rubbish. <laughs> okay. It's like on a wedding list where if you leave it too late, you've only got the pillowcases that you have to buy and it just seems a bit rubbish to buy someone pillowcases hey, for their wedding. I'm at a wedding this <laughs> weekend. I'm at a wedding this weekend. I clicked on their list for the first time yesterday and all they've got left is cotton pillowcases <laughs> and bed sheets. And I'm like, oh, I can't be that guy. How much are the pillowcases? Because they tend to be expensive, yeah. right? John Lewis, mate. The whole list is on John Lewis. Eighteen oh. pound a pillowcase, I think. Oh. It is. Eighteen oh. pounds. They never heard of Primark, these guys. And wow. <laughs> but I mean, they, it does sound like some bougie-sounding cotton. So, but yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go, guys. I mean, your daughter's not got pillowcases on her birthday list, though, has she, Jim? It's very much further down the list. Sparkly's yeah, angling for a gift to get her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she's into oh, Egyptian cotton, Jim, I know where to get them now. Are you hoping you can buy in bulk from John Lewis, get a discount now? Okay. Always looking for a deal, mate. Always. What eight-year-old doesn't want some John Lewis Egyptian cotton pillowcases? Uh, right, Sparky, what number are you going for? Okay, I'll go four. Yeah, four, four, right. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I thought he's gonna. I thought you were giving it the big bill. Oh, four. four. Sorry, guys. No, you just just bet my my bad English. Uh, I'll go uh, for four. <laughs> binding substitute for eggs, honey. So is this because you didn't have eggs? Or yes. because you didn't want to use eggs? Because that that feels like a, an old vegan search of mine. Yeah, except that I was, I was wonder, yeah, I was wondering whether honey could be a substitute for eggs for binding some banana pancakes together because I'd run out of eggs, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I didn't find anything conclusive on the internet, so I tried it myself, and it was horrible. Yes, so, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd have thought, I'd have thought that is accurate. Yeah, it's, it doesn't really have any of the same qualities as eggs, does it? No, no. I just thought beyond hope that it would stick it together, but it just ended up tasting a bit like burnt sugar, which essentially it was. Mm. It was burnt sugar. Okay. Um, so not recommended. What what binding substitute did you use when you were a vegan, which is a question I never thought I'd ask. <laughs> hey, it's getting highbrow, boys. For pancakes, what did I use? Well, no, I did use flour and milk substitute and then uh, bicarb and white wine vinegar I think to fluff it up oh. I make American style pancakes right okay well this was this was like banana pancakes which are kind of different and not good with just honey and not eggs just in case you're interested actually you can use you can use banana as the egg substitute but it already had banana in it. So but did you have any flour in it? Additional banana. No, I should have used flour. That, that was what you needed. Yeah. You used too many wet things. Yeah. 
because that's they're usually amazing though with the egg and the banana and mm. uh, yeah that's a, a really cool hack isn't it that you have a little bit of apple in and a bit of cinnamon and then a little bit of porridge oats and that usually is good but yeah nice just in case anyone wanted to know about my morning routine yeah <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's, let's... A, that's the way I though. You're saying that. That's the way SJ manages to get uh, extra oats into Jackson. Like we've got a waffle maker, and she does that. I think it's just eggs, oats, and something else. But it's like he's eating the equivalent of a bowl of porridge. Yeah. But it's just squished into a waffle. There's, there's nothing bad in there. No sugar, and it's just a great way of getting that down in easier it's, than, it's such a joy when your children even if they refuse to eat vegetables and fruit and stuff <laughs> like that when you manage to sneak it into them yep. you feel like <laughs> some kind of mi5 agent perfect deception the perfect deception. just brilliant jake hates uh, sweet potatoes and tonight he wanted to help me cook so he was there with me as i'm chopping these sweet potatoes because that's what the recipe had and we're using hello fresh so like i couldn't change it that's what we had right so i'm chopping up these sweet potatoes and he looks over and he goes daddy what's that i went oh god uh, <laughs> i went these are crab potatoes <laughs> <laughs> ate them all up loved them went for loved it. Them. brilliant yeah it's when he goes into school them. and tells his teacher. Yeah. That he, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, crab no, potatoes. I, yeah. I did have to make up a whole backstory. Yeah, crabs eat them too, uh, and they grow in the sea. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> um, right, Jack, have you got another number to go for? Uh, seven. Number seven is pale and interesting. You can't Google yourself, Jim. Oh, there you hey. go. I'm neither. He's <laughs> just looking to see if you came up, though, right? That's what you were Googling that for. Oh, yeah. Up, yeah. How, yeah. What page am I on for that? Do I need to up my pale and interesting SEO? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, it's a, Basically, someone was described as pale and interesting the other day. And I was like, oh, I heard this the other day. I know where that phrase came from. I know who that was used about before, but I couldn't remember who it was. So I Googled pale and interesting. And all it is is page and pages and pages of interior design companies all over the world that are all called pale and interesting (laughs) and in the end I worked out what it was that actually um, it was uh, it was Billy Connolly and he was called windswept and interesting and uh, there's nothing to do with pale and interesting at all but I googled that and spent a good five minutes trying to work out (laughs) who it was about when it wasn't about anybody and are you redecorating next week through all the great interior design stuff (laughs) just with just with pastels uh, obviously <laughs> what I want is that chalk that you put on and then you scrape off with a wire brush that yeah. seems cool. like the world's most pointless exercise <laughs> uh, Sparky you've got another one yeah I'm going to go nine uh, Nadine Doris. Uh, Nadine Doris, the now culture minister um, oh. I googled her because people were talking about how annoying she was and I was like what's she done now and it was related to the bit in the budget where they said they were going to give some money for a Beatles museum in Liverpool, uh, even though there are already two Beatles museums in Liverpool and a load of other Beatles memorabilia and things like that to see. And it's because Nadine Doris, as the culture man, uh, minister, had gone, oh, why not have another Beatles museum in my home city? Which oh, seemed man. a little bit unfair, really. All these politicians coming up with original ideas all the time. Ah, oh, they're brilliant, aren't they? All of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. Love them. Uh, we live... Uh, uh, the next village to us is a village called Menston, where the Kaiser Chiefs met. But there's no Kaiser Chiefs museum there, so <laughs> if they want to give us two million quid, I'm sure we could put something together. 
Okay. I mean, to be fair, the Kaiser Chiefs are doing very little nowadays. They would probably be the staff at the yeah, museum exactly, that would yeah. show people around. <laughs> You'd have to be careful there, though, guys, because if a museum like that, I predict a riot. Come on! Na 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 na! Oh, you're not laughing at that. Come on, that's two. That's two. That's two. <laughs> oh, Sparky! Every day I love you less and less. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yes, Jim. <laughs> All right, let's have one more and let's get out of this. Uh, do you know? Do you know why I was so quiet? Because I was trying to remember if it was uh, Kaiser Chiefs or Kasabian that did that. I was like, has he got this uh, wrong? Has no, he got no, no. <laughs> big Kasabian wow. fan, uh, big cast fans. Guys, I saw Kasabian for £6 before they even blew up. Like in a little wow. venue called the Wedred Rooms in okay, Portsmouth. You can probably see him for £6 now, can't you? Yeah, what? Oh, <laughs> mate, they're playing Nebworth, aren't they? Well, you know. Oh, a pub round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> the Nebworth Arms. <laughs> Do you want to know the uh, the connection between uh, Kasabian and Kaiser Chiefs and the village of Menston, where I live? <laughs> I mean, Near where I live. Next to where I live. Here he is. Pale and interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they've both named an album after a uh, an old psychiatric hospital in that village. Um, the Kaiser Chiefs album was Hyroids, uh, which is the name of it now, and it used to be called the West Rider Pauper Asylum or something like that, whatever, that Kasabian named their album ages ago. So there you go. It's oh, a little nice. bit of West Yorkshire rock and roll history. Oh. Like you yeah, need that museum. museum. Let's call museum. Nadine yeah. immediately and get that money diverted. It's your a way, joint Jim. Kaiser Chiefs and Kasabian museum. Yeah, you see, it's in one way, Kaiser Chiefs. Hey, the other one. This is it. This is perfect. This they are wasting this money. Who are the Beatles anyway? What relevance <laughs> have they got to today's society? Don't, don't see them doing gigs anymore. No, exactly. Very, very quiet. They've Guys, gone very quiet. It was all about them yesterday. So anyway, let's move on. Come on! Come on! Yesterday! Where are you? (laughs) This is Loose Dads underway. We'll look inside the news, find out what's going on that affects families and parents. And hopefully, Sparky will keep trying jokes. And hopefully, we'll both be able to keep pressing that mute button so he doesn't hear us laughing. It's all coming up on Loose Dads. I was going, what happened yesterday? (laughs) All my troubles seem so bloody far away, Jack! Come on, don't make me sing it to you. They seem fairly close at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. We're all over the internet. You can find us everywhere. OnlyFans, that's unofficial, don't go to that. Um, we're on Instagram at Loose Dads Pod. We're also on Facebook. If you search for Loose Dads Podcast, we've got a group there. You can go in there and interact with us as well. Just hit us up on the internet, like the cool kids are doing nowadays. That right? That's yeah. what everyone's doing. Yeah, that's where we're all meeting in it. If you say yeah. hit us up on the gram, uh, then we'll really sound cool, Jim. All right. <clears throat> Hit hit us up on the gram. <laughs> is that like gramophone? Is that what it? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that, it. mate. <laughs> Let's look inside the news. Uh, this is the news and how it affects families and parents and things. So Britney Spears has been in the news. Um, she reckons that her life was ruined with this conservatorship 
that there was over her life. It controlled her life for 13 years. She says she was she had to perform gigs when she didn't want to. She had to record music she didn't want to. She wasn't allowed to have children, and it was theoretically controlled by her dad. But um, she's blaming her mum for uh, for coming up with the idea about it and sort of engineering it, saying that her dad wasn't smart enough to do it himself. <laughs> so going to be a fun Christmas around their house isn't it with all these <laughs> accusations flying about um, but yeah, it's just fascinating like she's deleted this Instagram post she was on the gram uh, she hit up the gram <laughs> yes uh, but she posted this and then she deleted it as well because obviously it's quite contentious and the conservatorship has come to an end and now she's got this kind of freedom it's kind of interesting isn't it because you get you, I mean, we don't know the insides and outsides of of this story particularly, but there's a point where, as a parent, you just really want the best for your kids, but is completely controlling their lives when they're in their 30s. <laughs> How you do that best? Is there a money aspect? Because, you know, if you control the life of your millionaire pop star daughter, you get to control the assets of your millionaire pop star daughter i don't know it's weird isn't it but the thing is i can't control the lives of my two and three year olds so <laughs> if there's if someone's figured out a way to do it until they're 30 yeah. i'm i'm happy <laughs> like just yeah. give me those secrets now like, let's work yeah out. i mean he's not going to be in this conservatorship anymore a dad so he is looking for a new gig he could be the new <laughs> super nanny couldn't he <laughs> There's, I, a, there's definitely a show there. The amount of TV shows and documentaries there have been about Britney Spears, and I think Danny has watched every single episode <laughs> of every single one of them. Uh, and I've sort of barely been paying attention, but it's the sort of thing Danny will keep looking over to me while she's watching it, and I'm playing guitar with headphones on or something, and she'll go, "It's terrible, isn't it? What's that left? What? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, terrible, yeah. isn't it? What's happening? Oh yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> it is right like it is crazy though like let's not forget that she had a full meltdown and i imagine that's probably what forced her dad to want to take control of everything you know you've got millions of pounds your daughter's like massively famous like i can see why why that happened if, but, you, if your daughter's got millions of pounds and you don't i can see why you would want to take ownership of that yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely jack but especially if you feel like they're vulnerable though like you feel like she's you know, she shaved her head publicly live on the internet and, you know, and those things that I think you think, okay, she's quite unstable. I need to step in. Um, but when it, it sounds start? like it's got when did out the of conservatorship hand. start? I think soon after that, wasn't it? Wasn't it soon oh, I after it was that? Like yeah. Since she was a kid. No, it's 13 years ago. So it was when she was an adult and it was, it was at the, uh, the time, yeah, when she was uh, going through a pretty troubled time. Um, so you can see that. I mean, you, you know, yeah. but it's it's difficult to separate fact from fiction, isn't it? And uh, you know, there's these <clears throat> crazy people on the internet who, as with everything, reckon they know exactly what's happened when you know we we don't really know. And it could well be that kind of just protection. It yeah. could be because he wants the money. You know, <laughs> we don't know. We just don't know. It'd be you know, we just because no it's not, it if he didn't care, you know, he'd be getting uh, crap on the internet for it because that's how people are. Like if he was, you know, I can't believe Britney's dad's not stepping in to help her. If he was just like looking the other way, you know, I, for me, there, I saw this uh, TikTok the other week, which actually is like really interesting. Uh, it says like unpopular opinion for parents. It's like, you're not supposed to be a part of your, you know, sort of like control your child's life forever. It's like you raise them um, to mm. walk by your side 
hold your hand through their 20, uh, hold their hand like up to about 20. <laughs> then they walk by your side eventually to walk away and walk, continue walking without you. And you have to, you know, that's, that's what you, we should be doing as parents. And, and well, that's yeah, not- I mean, science now means we just live too long, doesn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, as parents, we're supposed to like get to our thirties and then die. So Cark it. yeah. Um, so but, we're just supposed to get them to an age where they can hunt for themselves. So you're saying is if, if Britney's dad had died, like it, he wouldn't have to be looking after all of her stuff is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. She'd have just, she'd have foraged for berries. She'd have been all right. <laughs> See, I'm concerned about this because in some ways, God, I love it if my kids were more independent and they could go out and, you know, fend for themselves. <laughs> Cause you know, I could have more sleep, but also that that moment when I mean I guess that the big moment is it when they leave home you know whether that's to go to university to go into work or to have their own house or whatever I can't even fathom what that's like and I never really considered it I never considered it when my parents you know when both me and my brother moved out of home how big an effect that would be on my mum and dad because for me it was like yeah let's get out of here let's go and you know do our own thing and let's freedom yeah, have a bit of freedom. But for them, yeah, you've had these children that have been, you know, life for 24 hours a day for, you know, since they were born. And all of a sudden they're going off and, and that's it. And, you know, your home must suddenly be really, really empty. See, but you've, so got, you've got the best of both worlds, Jim, because you've, you've got a son and a daughter. Mm. Sons don't come back. Like <laughs> daughters come back and check on you. Daughters are the ones who uh, who are going to look after you in your old age. Sons, you know, sod off to Australia, to other end of the country to live there and raise a family there. And they're the ones that make you travel. You know. <laughs> oh, so at least as long as one of them comes back, that's yeah. That's, yeah hold on, that's Jack. It. I drive down to Portsmouth a couple of times a year to see my old dear. Leave her. <laughs> make sure she's all right. Yeah. No. No. I go down to Surrey one once a year. Once a year to see my mum. She comes up here once a month and stays for like a week. Um, But my sister, oh, needy, needy. She's always down there. (laughs) Oh, mum, mum, can you do my washing? Mum, can you cook me a meal? My my sister is a a very successful advanced paramedic. Can I just put that in there? So she deserves your mum. I'm clapping for her, Jack. You're out of order on your own sister, man. She deserves your mum washing her clothes for us. I love the way you played the the big man. You play the big man doing the impression of your sister and then suddenly realise, actually, she does a much more worthwhile job than I do. I trade guitars online. She saves lives. Uh, So... uh, (laughs) Who's the real bloody hero here? I'm bringing people joy. (laughs) I've got to say, as much as I am now starting to understand the kind of empty nest, how much of horror that must be, those people that you meet who are like, oh, my mum's my best friend and I go and see her every day, I'm a bit like, whoa, really? Yeah. Really? Every day? Get a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Or just, how are you not too busy? Like, how have you not got some stuff to do? Yeah. There's always some stuff to do as an adult. Why can't you admit that your mum does your head in a bit? Like, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> mum does their head in a bit, don't they? Like, come on. Like, just be real. <laughs> just the final thing on the uh, Britney Spears thing as well is that um, we... Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. We were just, we were talking the other week about the uh, the arrogance of naming your child the same name as you, right? Um <laughs> And, yes. you know, yeah, Jack did. But whatever, you know, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, you know, Britney's sister is Jamie Lynn Spears. Mm. You know, her dad's Jamie and her mum is Lynn. So (laughs) not only did they give her one name from her parent, (laughs) they gave both names from the parents. That's impressive. That's a double whammy. If anyone else has done that, please get in contact through at Loose Dad's Pod, please. (laughs) To be fair, we could have done that with one of ours, Danny Jack. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You wouldn't want Jack and Danny though, would you? Because that is rhyming slang. It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> as, as people have been telling us for eight and a half years, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> my my grandparents still won't call us Jack and Danny. It's always <laughs> Danny and Jack. It's always Danny and Jack. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good I'm because... I'm for Fanny, by the way. Yeah, just in case anyone in didn't case. get it. And by <laughs> anyone... Jack and Danny. Sparky. Hey, yeah. Guys, I'm a southerner. You don't have to translate that for me. <laughs> no, uh, but like really far south. What? Uh, yeah, no, good cockneys that fell down the coast. That's what Portsmouth oh, right, is. Okay. It's full of cockneys that fell down to the <laughs> but coast. But Sparky, can I just say, Mandalorian. Ma- I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Go on, Sparky. What's your news story? You bring a news story to the table. Okay, I love this one. This mad story I saw this week about uh, a man, a, a reverend, who came home after working in Wales for a few weeks, like he was away doing some work. He comes home to his house to find out someone has stolen his house, right? And so you go, what? How do you steal someone's house? That's ridiculous. That's absolutely stupid. He goes in, There's a, the, the locks are changed. So he knocks the door. He's like, what are you doing in my house? Like, you need to get out of my house now. There's people decorating in his house. Um, guy goes, no, no, I'm just doing some decorating work for some guy that's just bought this house. And so it's like, well, no, there must be an absolute mistake here. There's no, it, I've not sold my house. It's my house. I own it. Uh, calls the police. The police come round, check the land registry. The house has been sold within the last uh, few weeks. And the builders are actually legally allowed to be there. Asks the owner of the house or the guy who thinks he's the owner of the house to leave the house. It's a civil matter. It's not a matter for the police. Turns out this guy's been a victim of identity fraud without him knowing, mm. and someone managed to like mimic up the land registry, steal and sell wow. his house. Wow. Be afraid, people. It's like, crazy, isn't it? Like, it's it's be crazy. afraid, or or he's giving me an idea. I just missed out on that house, didn't I? <laughs> yes, Jack. Jack missed out on the house. Maybe he was going I didn't. For. Maybe I didn't. Oh. Hey. <laughs> but you like you hear all of these like, things like you know I'm you terrified about. Uh, I don't know, on the internet, the fraud that you could be victim to, but your house, like someone's yeah. managed to mimic you and mimic your land yeah. registry. Yeah, someone, someone's gone old school with their fraud, you know? <laughs> that's- but that's, the thing is, because that he has no way of getting that house back now. He, re- he won't get that house. He might get compensation from what I was reading. There might be a chance for him getting compensation, but he will not get the house back because the only document, the only proof of the owner of a house is on the land registry and if it says this new owner's name and there's no uh, suggestion at all that the new owner was involved they bought it in good faith so it is their house so this bloke even if he does get compensation won't have his house back because (laughs) that's how it works do you know what's mad Jack imagine if this was your house with all the guitars all the stuff that was in his house, they just went and binned because they assumed that the old tenant just left the stuff <laughs> in the house. They're just like, get all that old crap out. Like, I want to decorate it and bring it up to standard. Like, and imagine. This, this is why you have to be insured to the hilt. 
Yeah. Like, imagine coming home though from like a holiday or just going for a break and someone like the rage. That's I would mad. like I would be in jail for murder, I think, because I'd just go get I'd be dragging people out of my house. Like I'd be going mad. I mean it was, it's man it's of the law. really weird, isn't it, that they um they said it was a civil matter, the police. I mean yeah. obviously there has been some identity fraud, there has been an yeah. actual criminal matter, but they can't take it Shit's I guess the, the other bit kind of they can't take that seriously because they don't you know because that bloke is living in the house oh, legitimately yeah even though it's not his house but it's just crazy it's like, how what can that happen yeah how can that happen i just think it's absolute mind-blowing it just so yeah maybe i will change a few of my passwords which apple have said have been <laughs> compromised i mean it's like oh yeah I, I once got a letter saying that someone had made a claim on the land registry for my house um because they th- said that I owed them lots of money. Um, and it sounds like the lead up to a joke. It's not genuinely <laughs> true. Seriously true. It's genuinely true. And uh, and I was like, what the hell? And they, t- they could tell me who'd made the claim against me. And I rang them up and they said, well, you took that money for um, the inventions, didn't you? I was like, what? What money for inventions? And I did a bit of Googling around and it turns out there's a bloke with a very similar, it's got the same name as me, same middle initial as me, lives in the same postcode area as me. And he has been, um, well, he was accused by some people because I've now had a few more people come to me thinking that I'm him of taking money from these inventors, the people who say they've got an invention, he's taken money for patents and things, and never they say he's never to be very careful because yeah. it's quite easy to identify <laughs> him. <laughs> but that, this is what they because I've never seen this being resolved anywhere. But they say that he's done this, and uh, and so they've made claims against me that people have been trying to take me to court for it as well. Wow! And and the the confusion came because this is so nuts that his wife has. Uh, has a name, obviously, um, but he ha- she has a similar name to the woman who lived in my house before me. For some reason, when we put ourselves, we moved in and put ourselves on the electoral roll, we didn't take her off. So it looked like there was right. someone with my name that's close to his name, and then this other woman's oh. name that's close to his wife's name, and uh, we live in the Jeez. same sort of postcode area. We live in a, I live in a village. He lives in the town. But it's uh, it's really weird that that's happened. So yeah, I, there might still be some kind of court uh, sort of summonses. That oh, I if Jim's got not on be. next week. Like, yeah. <laughs> it might not be just he's taken the week off. He's been yeah. summoned. Jesus, I've been banged up for something else. Yeah. But, uh, okay, now I'm even wow, more scared, Jim. Mate. That's not calmed me down. That's made me think, all right, how many sparkies are there around here? You'll be getting me in trouble. Like, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on my insurance, boys. Yeah. Uh, Jack, have you got a news story? Yeah, I'm just going to carry my guitars with me wherever I go. Good plan. Uh, so in the absence of Brad, I thought I would do a, um, a, a Brad sort of story. Here's the headline. Adult film director. See? Starts off pretty Brad, yeah. doesn't it? Great, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm in. Adult film director shooting at a rented house, mortified when estate agent turns up with couple. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently she uh, thought it belonged to an NBA player and was renting it out. And then, uh, and then yeah, people turned up to view the house. <laughs> and there's like a full-on porn going full on. Full-on porn going on. 
I mean, and this does sound like the plot, I, the, doesn't it? The, yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Just oh, it's quite oh, a meta plot, in. really. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. Yeah. She just literally got in, undid her top, and just got straight yeah. in. Like, I'll What's this going guy. on here? Oh. oh, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> <laughs> But you, like, isn't really it mad? That's what happened. I don't have that in the story here, but I really hope that's what happened. So your two stories are both about dodgy, like property deals, then, because yeah. obviously the, this this director had been hoodwinked into believing that this was a house that someone else had, and presumably someone shouldn't have been letting him use it, but had been because presumably he'd paid him a few quid. Like, would you rent your house out for porn, though, guys? Well, like, you well would... apparently they then called the owner of the house, who was like, no, I didn't rent it out. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, but that would be my story if someone rung me. You were like, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, rent your house out for porn? Oh, no, I don't no. believe I actually did. <laughs> are, you, are, you there are there no wife? further questions? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, who... I don't want someone on my... Like, if anyone's going to be... Getting it on my sofa, it's me, right? And that, I mean, and that's not <laughs> yeah. going to be happening. Once every six weeks. Yeah, six weeks, I should be some bloody lucky <laughs> jock. <laughs> but, you know, like, who's paying? Like, if some, if I was renting my house out for that, I'd have to be here as well just to make... Well, don't touch that. Yeah. Definitely, don't lean against <laughs> yeah. that. Right, right. Oh, I don't need your me. sweaty bum crack on that, please. Like, get away. I've got a tarpaulin. Can I put it down? Yeah. <laughs> You've just found a loophole, haven't you? Free porn. <laughs> I'll rent my house out, but I do have to be here just to make sure you're not touching anything. No one's allowed <laughs> to look at not me. anything you're not supposed to anyway. <laughs> I want you to touch some things. <laughs> Only if I can watch. Oh, man. What's well, this? No, that's just uh, it's just my home CCTV. I've always had that. <laughs> and I always have to have this cushion on my lap. <laughs> At all Even point. when I'm walking around, yes. yes. Don't draw attention to it, please. People do rent out their ho- homes for like films and stuff like that. It must be really yeah. annoying, you know, like because I, I can't imagine that those film sets ever go smoothly without people like banging into mirrors and like a camera goes into a plant pot and knocks things over. Uh, it must be pretty rubbish. We, also, I used to I used to rent out a um like a really nice house in the country for uh, filming some product demos for like QVC sort of style shoots and. Honestly, the stuff, like, they give us access to their absolutely gorgeous house. Five minutes after they've left, the director's going, right, smear bovril all over the hob. (laughs) (laughs) Put all that shit on the oven. (laughs) Like, we just, we just, we'll make it our own. (laughs) As long as we wipe the bovril off before we go. <laughs> Which is a I sentence the same, yeah. Yeah. same as firing out for Paul. Just, just wipe it down before you go. <laughs> what sort of stuff do you watch, Jack? Christ. Probably let's move on. Let's move yeah, on. Quickly, quickly. MC Grammar is not going to want to come on this show. <laughs> MC or on Grammar. My sofa, hopefully. Right, sorry. Edit that bit out, Jack. <laughs> MC Grammar is an amazing bloke. He does really good stuff to get kids into learning. He does it through the power of song, of music music and rap and he's just ace and he's on the way next we'll chat to him for the big question of the week this is loose dads from dadsnet brad's not here but sparky and jack are here and i'm jim i'm here as well obviously um 
if you want to get in contact with us do so through our facebook page uh it's a group whatever it's a thing on facebook or meta or whatever you want to call it nowadays mark zuckerberg messing about with names and that um just search search for loose dad's podcast and you can do at loose dad's pod on instagram right big question of the week coming up with our friend mc grammar Right, the big question of the week comes from Paul on one of the Dad's Net groups, and it is, I am having real trouble trying to engage my son in learning. He just doesn't seem to want to do it. He fights against it. How can I make learning more fun for my child? Now, we could bumble around and answer this. Yeah. But we will do what we normally do, which is not answer the question, just talk a load of nonsense and, you know, eventually make some jokes. What we can do is bring in what I think is the expert in the field, and that is MC Grammar. Hello, MC Grammar. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Not well, too good, bad. Thanks. Yeah, yeah Jacob, we're great for having you on to answer a question like this, uh, MC Grammar. AKA Jacob. Yeah, Jacob, your real name. Um, but let's go with MC Grammar. That's a cool name. How did the whole MC Grammar thing come about? That's a good question. Um, I'm a primary school teacher by trade and uh, working in the classroom with lots of different kids is often quite tough um, delivering some of the subjects, especially some of the drier ones like grammar and so on. So um, to switch things up, I'm passionate about music. I know how uh, influential music is and how powerful it is. I started to um, put a lot of the syllabus and the curriculum to songs. Uh, and the kids just thrived. They really enjoyed learning. They remembered all of the facts as well. And then they started doing very well in their assessments. More and more schools got involved and uh, I then became an educational consultant sharing this method and approach. And then uh, here I am now as a full-time educational rapper with a series on Sky TV and music yes! out there helping kids all over, the, all over the country, all over the world. So, That's yeah. amazing, man. That is, that is so cool. Um, and I, and when I told uh, my uh, fiance that we were doing this interview today, she said, oh, do remind him I'm, uh, I'm the phonics lead in my uh, primary school that I teach. Uh, so we were watching some of your videos on YouTube. And just all, um, yeah, um, get him to do some phonics style videos for me. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that, you know, to be fair. that's I, I need to, um, you know, drop down to some of the key stage one stuff in the early years because uh, it's very important as well. And kids, my kids are early years and they love, they love all the songs on YouTube. So yeah, that's a good one. So, Tell you wife there'll be some stuff coming out soon for sure yes right okay yeah that's it, as as I, I don't think i don't think my two and three year old are quite into you know the uh the simple tense and it's the alliteration song for me i've had the alliteration song going around my head for the last three days before this interview <laughs> that's absolutely amazing see what i did there that was alliteration as well there yeah that's very hey. clever <laughs> so this is i mean it, it sort of makes sense if you think about it there's still some very old school people who are like well learning shouldn't be fun you should just be repeating these things back and back again but actually through fun and play and music that's how we learn and how we take things in isn't it as adults so why shouldn't that work as children yeah i agree i think you just got to look about look at the things you do in life generally we do things that we enjoy right kids want to play the playstation they want to watch tv they want to go on the ipads they want to go outside play football they want to play their favorite games whatever it is so that's because they enjoy those things so how do you make the learning enjoyable for them well you've got to find what they're interested in first of all and then try and hook it onto that so for example if you're struggling to teach basic maths i don't number bonds to 10 you might want to create a project whereby you know you are making a theme park 
and then you're going to have you know some of the number bonds might feature in there then you can get your measurements you can be using a ruler and start building your own theme park and then you can link it all in and you can have a look at those objectives and if you can pin them to something the kids are enjoying you can go from there even if it's football for example you know um uh, one team scored seven goals how many score goals did the other team score to make the number one to ten what's the final score Seven three, for example, things like that. So I think if you if you if you think about the child, their interest and what they're into, I think we can pin or hook on these learning objectives pretty easy. But it's about capturing their attention, and no one in life does things they're not into. Let's be honest. As soon as we finish work and we get this stuff out of the way, and we get the you know the housework out of the way or the jobs we've got to do, we then uh, revert to doing what we love to do. Now that might be playing a guitar, playing a piano playing father-side football with friends, going for a walk, going to the gym. We do things that we like to do. So how do you do that with learning? Find some interest, and that should be your driver, in my opinion. We, yeah, we do I mean, number bonds tennis uh, with my daughter. So you. you go like you five and she'll go five, go, three, seven. I mean, she's 32 years old, but I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got it, mate. <laughs> she's seven. She's seven. That was a joke. That is, a joke. That is what we do. <laughs> So MC Grammar, you've got like your YouTube channel, which is again, another thing that is like in, every kid these days seems to be into YouTube on a on a new yeah. level. And um, so, I mean, that's a great way that, you know, you, you're almost not cheating your kids into learning, but you know, they, they feel like they're doing something fun rather than, you know, I'm watching YouTube, I'm hanging out on YouTube rather than sitting down with a book uh, to get their work done and learning. Exactly, yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to move at the times as a practitioner, as a teacher, right? So kids are watching YouTube and let's be honest, they do have an iPad, they do have a Kindle Fire, they do have their parents' iPhone they can use. So why not utilize that resource? You know, it's a fantastic resource. So when the pandemic hit, taking the MC Grammar stuff onto YouTube only made sense to, uh, mm -hmm. to reach a wider audience. At the end of the day, I can only stand in front of 30 children at one time in a classroom, but I can actually stand in front of a screen and deliver that to thousands and thousands of children and kids are using YouTube. So why not take this concept of making you know grammar fun free music and then put it to a wider audience that's already using that tool so yeah 100 percent, it makes sense okay yeah, and then you take the about, next so i was just gonna say there's a lot about uh, screen time in there and and people just seem to use screen time as a uh, an all-encompassing word for for something bad but actually screen time can be really helpful there are some great things my daughter does uh, with her school and even my son now he's just started in reception and so this just seems like an extension of that there is some great screen time to be had with your youtube channel for instance exactly yeah <laughs> that youtube channel mc grammar tv by the way everyone out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but then you've evolved naturally onto the next stage and um you know uh, to getting mc grammar onto sky right yes yes i agree just a note on that screen time i, I agree with you there it always has a negative perception of screen time but I, I find it very positive as well you know i access so much online that i need to know you know if i uh what was i, I trying to make a spaghetti bolognese the other day and i didn't have a recipe book there so I just quickly went on my phone and I saw a recipe and I made it and it tasted good. So that's yeah. a positive experience. Yeah. I, I guess feel like it would have tasted better in rhyme though, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm working yeah, on the Spanish song of the week. Yeah, Spanish what rhymes with bolognese? <laughs> Listen, there are no limits to what's going on here. We've got a recipe book coming out, who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so successful now. Um, 
now we have a series on Sky Kids, which is which is doing very very well. Um, the feedback's been amazing, and I've moved from just grammar songs to songs about volcanoes, dinosaurs, the brain, digestion, speed. I mean, the list goes on. Um, for me, there's just uh, endless possibilities, and, and if it works, then we should really push this now. It's a great time for kids. Yeah, that, that answers my next question, whether you were going to branch out into uh, into other subjects, you know, become MC squared. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to see a battle Stand down, Jack. Here you go, man. What's the next one? You've got another one there. What's the next uh, one? Yeah, Come no, on. No, I was, I was going with Biggie Pie for math. <laughs> you could do, a, you could you do could DIY laugh. and be MC you Hammer, couldn't you, sir? Oh, uh, yeah, that's no, good, yes. Yeah. MC I, Hammer, yeah. That's got a synergy there. I like that. It's dropping yeah. the G. I, yeah, it works. You can have this idea for free, but a rap where you do uh, the numbers of pi just for like three minutes. Okay. Down to whatever decimal place that gets. Just keep you to. going and going and yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that one. I don't know if that's going to be that popular, though. But, no, um... no, it will. It will. <laughs> hey, hey, MC Grammar could have a uh, sidekick called Alja Bruh. Um, oh, you're not fire, man. You're you could have that one. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking that one. The pie one, I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to lie. Well, put it hey. in the maybe pile, yeah? There are, there are no bad ideas in brainstorming, except yeah. Jack's idea, which was terrible. At least you've got one view from Jack. There you yeah. go. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Um, so there's a Sky Kids. Why isn't there a Sky Dads? And if there is a Sky Dads, why aren't they showing Loose Dads live on that? I mean, you know, just for instance, for instance. <laughs> That, that's a good question I mean I've got connections now so I'll put that forward at the next meeting that we uh, go to do for creative I think it's a great idea it's all about connections but no I, absolutely your positive perception though like you bringing put their screen time into a positive I do think that the world we're living in now surrounds screens and exactly what you've said about the pandemic you know about that I feel I, do, I feel like we shouldn't be afraid to put our kids in front of the screen as such like it is what it is, you know, like I, I get a train often and people are sitting there on their phones and automatically you've got a thing in your head where you think, oh, everyone's on their phone. But when I'm on my phone, I'm reading my Kindle on my phone yeah, because it's easy for me to read it on my phone. You know, I can access a variety of texts. So I'm still reading there. Now, if a child was reading on, on, on a Kindle, is that a problem? We want kids to read, especially reluctant readers. Now, if that screen helps them and it's got a dictionary, for example, they can press the word and they can understand straight away and don't have to carry a physical dictionary. Are we de-skilling them or are we actually just engaging them? And I think that's the question we need to ask ourselves. It's all about the outcome, what you're getting. Plus entertainment is cool as well. I used to watch a lot of cartoons when I was a kid, you know, and I had fun. I learned a lot of things in those cartoons. So I think life is always about balance. Your screen time can be positive. It can be negative. It's too much, but everything in moderation for me works as long as you have that balance. Uh, everything in moderation, Jack. So uh, guitars, be more yeah. moderate with guitars because Jack, uh, Jack has guitars coming in and out moderate. of his house. 13, 13 is pretty moderate. Right. Jack, Jack, have you got any songs out there we can hear? Please, please, don't save yourself, <laughs> MC Grammar. No, because no, he start trying I, to collaborate with you. Too. Oh, can you put it on your YouTube channel? I actually, actually once wrote a, uh, a song about vegetables and uh, how they're healthy. <laughs> Uh, had a I song like about that. cheese. Uh, can you give us a line? Can you give us a line from the vegetables one? From the vegetables one? Yeah. Uh, I won't sing it, but I'll just recite some of the lyrics. <laughs> vegetables, vegetables, healthy for you. Cabbages, broccoli, and carrots too. They've all got fibre to help you poo. No. <laughs> vegetables, vegetables, veg vegetables. 
Listen, anything with poo in it works with kids. So exactly, like, my kids love it. My kids love it. I wrote that when I was like eleven, and now my kids sing it. <laughs> Straight <laughs> fire, mate. I also wrote a song called Monkey Boobs. They don't sing that. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not They're sure not we want a rendition of that one, mate. Monkey for a minute, Jack. Jack, for a minute, you were going to be on the support bill for the MC Grammar <laughs> Arena Damn tour, it. but. Yeah, you've I, just I, knocked I yourself off. Yeah, man, you, I was actually thinking about a collab there, Jack. I'm not gonna lie, man. Livestad's <laughs> MC Grammar collab. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, do that, I'm, man. I'm up for it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll edit the bit about monkey boobs out. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> we're, back. we're back, guys. We're back. So if if uh, Paul, who was uh, our dad with the question, he's having trouble engaging his child, uh, have you got any quick and easy tips for for what he yes. can do to maybe make learning fun? I would say maybe do like a stock check of, of, of his son's brain. Like what are you into? Football? What are you into? Gaming? Are you into dance? Are you into drama? Take some of those concepts, some of those interests. Lego, for example, it might be Lego. He's really into Lego. And then look at the objectives he needs to learn because, you know, schools send back what they need to learn, times table and so on. And then try and create links between those things. And also don't think about learning being so static. It doesn't have to take place at a table with a piece of paper. You don't have to do that. You might, you know, you might be gathering data, for example. You could sit there and separate counters at your table or you could go outside with a clipboard stand in a park and count cars and then add them up and get your totals do your division and so on go to a football match for example a local team watch them take some notes down and then write a newspaper report on it if you want to get your kids writing for example so i think thinking about what they're into and then also um, understanding how they operate as an individual if they like to be active and they like to be moving you know they always want to be doing something then go outside and learn you know Go and have some fun with it. At the end of the day, what is the what are you trying to get from it? If it's a number bond to 10, like you say with your tennis, you can achieve that in a variety of ways. There are many destinations to, you know, sorry, many routes to one destination. And I would just think about the, personalizing those to your child. Yeah, my son's just started school and um, he came back the other day and I think it was my my dad went, oh, what have you, uh, what have you learned? And he went, <laughs> We're not learning. We're just playing in reception. Like, <laughs> you are learning. You are learning. You just don't realise. I mean, the EYFS is a perfect example. You know, the kids, I think they're playing, but what they're really doing is exploring and discovering and unearthing new facts and making yeah. connections and so on. So that's a perfect example there. Excellent news. Well, MC Grammar, it's been amazing to talk to you. And for once, we've had an expert answer for this question, which, <laughs> I mean, as, as I'm sure you'd be surprised to find out. Normally, it's just us talking absolute nonsense for 10 that minutes. Does, that does surprise me. That does. Yeah. I does. mean, you know, but, but you know, you've, you've come around, you've steadied the ship. And for that, we can only thank you. Um, Jacob, it. MC Grammar, thank you very much. When is this TV series starting on? When is it on? When can we see it? The TV series out now on Sky Kids and now TV is called Wonder Raps. That's season one. Feedback's been amazing. The album comes out on Spotify 5th of November. The single is out on the 29th of October. It's all about saving the planet. So, yeah, enjoy learning and rapping at the same time with me, MC Grammar. Amazing. Amazing, mate. All the best with that. Take it easy. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to our friend MC Grammar. Thank you very much to Jack. Thank you, guys. Thank you to Sparky. Cheers, boys. And we'll be back next week when hopefully Brad will be back so we can take a search through his Google search history. His Google? Well, that's probably one of his searches. So... Just don't... Gargle search history. Let's, yeah, not preempt. 
because <laughs> I'm already nervous about next week. It's, I mean, it's going to be worse than we think anyway, isn't it? Surely. Uh, if you want to know more about us, get on Facebook, get on Instagram. If you want to go to dadsnet.com, you can find out loads about parenting. Please tell a friend about this podcast, share it with them, give us a review, give us a follow. That really helps us. We can't tell you how much we love to have reviews. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you get on there five stars and a review and we will read it out in a future episode. So there you go. There's a, a re- reason to do it um and also use all the dad's net facebook pages and groups because they're all ace as well we're back next week wherever you get your podcast thank you very much loose dads a dad's net original podcast <laughs>